Hello there, and welcome back to the SWTVC podcast, the audio home of the SWTVC crew and the ongoing push for the continued existence, expansion, and success of the heritage scale of Star Wars collecting. I'm your host, Evan, and this week we've got a supersized episode for you all. John, Tyler, Lewis, and myself all sat down to chat about repaints and repacks, when and how they're approached, and our feelings on them. In the name of brevity, I won't delay any longer, so please enjoy the good, the bad, and the wacky. Well, let's go ahead and get started here. Uh, John, Lewis, and Tyler, thank you for joining me today as we sit down and talk about wacky repaints and colors. Uh, John, thank you for putting together some information for us to go through. Um, you know, we all... We all know that repaints, really, when Hasbro talks about bread and butter, they're not talking about the Black Series. They're not talking about the vintage collection, certainly. They're talking about repaints. Um, So for the 50th anniversary, uh, the Lucasfilm 50th anniversary, they've been doing some throwbacks uh, in both scales in TVC so far. Uh, It's been some hashtag finish the 96 figures at Walmart, which is always a welcome thing. Well, finish 96, not necessarily Walmart. Uh, Black Series has gotten uh, some upscaled packaging of some old three three and three quarter inch packaging looks uh, and some Kenner Deco. Um, Most recently, though, they've been experimenting a bit with this in TVC beyond the Walmart figures, as evidenced by the droids figures and the Clone Wars figures that are coming via Target and Walmart. Um, John, do you want to go ahead and jump into anything uh, in particular about repaints? Let's get into them and then we'll see, you know, how they fit. They're both a little bit, uh, well, these figures are all based on animated series, you know, so they have precedence. Um, They are based on something instead of just, you know, being shiny, but we'll get into that as well. So we'll start with the Clone Wars figures because those were announced back in July when we weren't really recording much. So they were announced July 21st and put up for pre-order on July 22nd, listed for arrival in March of 2022, but a few have been showing up in Canada um, via the Spice Runner toys on Instagram, who has posted Luminara and the Arc Trooper Captain. Uh, Not sure how he got those, but uh, Canada always seems to get stuff early. Yeah. Is it worth noting the production dates on those? Uh, I don't have them, so it would be, but I can't. Well, I don't remember the exact one, but I, I remember on the first find, I think they were, uh, the production date was like end of August, and then the yeah. find was like the first week of September, Because is crazy. Yeah, that's insanely fast, because normally, I've noted before that like when I get a new fresh case of figures from a distributor, it's us- the date stamp is usually about three months before when we get them in hand. That seems to typically be the case, and obviously, this year, we've had a lot of delays and all the issues we don't need to go over again but you know yeah check out the previous and uh season opener confusion and delay for more info on that yes so in this clone wars wave at walmart there are six figures and you have the numbering so you can bring those in yes the first one is uh vc212 the arc trooper okay that's the one with the blue paint job yes that is the first time on this body which is the vc54 arc trooper commander figure from tvc again based on the original vc45 clone trooper uh vc213 the arc trooper captain same guy but in a crimson red also known as fordo uh vc214 is uh barris afi that is a repaint of VC-51 from 2011. Uh, VC-215, Luminar Unduli. 
That is her character debut in the Vintage Collection, but it is a repaint of the 2013 Black Series figure. Great figure, by the way. I just got one open for the first time. Yes. Uh, VC-216, the battle droid. That is a repaint of VC-78, who's been getting a lot of use lately uh, with a maroon paint job. And a weak plastic. Uh, VC-217 <laughs> is uh, Ayla Sekura. I, I go Sakura, but it's uh, you never know. I, I never remember. I used to think... Oh, we go. It's another... It's another tentative, tentative situation yeah. oh, yeah. going on here. We it? needed another one. Add it to the list. Give us an audio <laughs> drama so that we can figure it out. I remember because Kiyadi Mundi in the Tartakovsky microseries goes, Ayla, when she gets injured. But real quick, she is a repaint of the 2012 VC-58 figure, which was a great figure for the time. It, it actually is still, still a, is, I think still it still is, is a great yeah. figure. That's another one I just got an opener of, and I was astounded uh, by the quality mm. of that figure. That absolutely is worthy of addition, re-addition to the vintage collection and of 2021 standards, I would yeah. say. Yeah. Minus For sure. rocker ankles. That's literally, and that's going to be a common theme. Most figures, you know, rocker ankles are pretty much the premium. Yeah. But the Ayla figure was, she had the ball joint hips. She doesn't have the, the thigh swivel, but she was one right. of the... I don't know if she's one of the first, but she was. it was rare at the time when that was introduced. I know the Vader had it at the same time, um, which was kind of retooled into the Rogue One version earlier this year. But yeah, great figure. Um, these were all great figures that I think needed to be reintroduced into the line. This, the way they did it was uh, unique, of course. I could have done without the battle droid. I would have rather seen uh, a Grievous repainted uh, Clone Wars yeah. colors, but be great. that's um, for Black Series, not for us. Yes, yeah, because uh, just real quick, the Black Series is getting three uh, animated style figures. We think we had they didn't actually show the figures at all when they put them up. They said, "Here's a picture from the cartoon from." 15 to 18 years ago so uh go ahead and just guess what they're gonna look like yeah that was, hilar- that was hilarious by the way yeah. like what <laughs> are you doing it's, it's like a pipeline it's a pipeline but you you order it it's yeah. yeah it's insane yeah it's a little disconcerting <laughs> that they still haven't you know communicated yeah. anything to folks yeah. about that and i know there's discussion in the black series circles of like ooh, are we getting a new grievous it's like you adorable fools it's a repaint <laughs> it's going to be a repaint <laughs> But yes. it, it would be cool to see he look cool, but it would be cool to he see a vintage look- one in that kind of the more white color that he had mm-hmm. in the yep. yeah yeah micro series. Well, I guess if they did another wave of these, you you never know. Yeah, yeah. I I think I think a Grievous would be a great thing. Um, yeah. I wish we had a good Kiati Monday. Um, that'd be yeah. nice. But I know that exclusives are not the place for new tools. I I totally get that. Nah. And uh, yeah, just as a little bit of a history of the other Clone Wars micro series figures and just to show how these fit in. So back when the micro series was coming out between 2003 and 2005, they had some very simple, less than five POA figures, uh, very simple articulation, animated style figures um, that were released alongside more realistic figures that were sort of more inspired by the comic art, I think. Um, They had like Yoda with that uh, vest very fashionable they all had like ammo pouches and stuff yeah and then there were a few that were more like the the uh, micro series like kit fisto in his underwater shirtless gear yeah. showing off those nautilin pecs that, that's actually my favorite kit fisto figure i think that really? one. yeah i just i think he's a much better look than the uh where they kind of evolved him into uh, yeah yeah my, my opinion and then so yeah over the next few years uh in saga collection 30th anniversary collection and legacy collection they did quite a few uh, realistic style, realistic color figures based on the micro series like Yoda and the Kaibuck, uh, Stacey Tin and his clone armor, Obi-Wan and his clone armor a few times over, 
Padme in her Ilum Snow Bunny outfit a few times over. Um, you know, even easy repaints like holographic Count Dooku, um, and then the uh, the Cantina Jedi like uh, Volvif Mon, Roran Karab, and Fal Mudama. Some of uh, Fal Mudama was just like uh, they took Muff Tack from the Power of the Force and they gave him some clothes, and the other guys were all new. Um, so there's a lot of creativity at the time, and then now coming in are these hybrids, which are so these six new Walmart figures are realistic sculpting and styling, but animated colors. So like the Jedi have photo real faces for the first time ever, but like Luminara and Barris, their face tattoos are simplified to look more like the Tartakovsky animation. So it's like they kind of, it's a new expression for figures <laughs> in the micro series. Yes. Line expression. Yes, yes. So what do you guys think of this sort of hybrid styling? And, you know, are you going to be able to put them next to your existing Clone Wars micro series figures? So um, I'm kind of on the same page here as uh, Brett from Bantha Skull. Um, I, first of all, let me start off by saying I love these releases. Absolutely love them. Uh, I'm overjoyed and thrilled uh, that that these are are coming to the line. Um, it's, it's really nice to see the Vintage Collection do a nod to the Tartakovsky Clone Wars. So uh, I definitely applaud the Hasbro team for that. Um, so they're very exciting releases, uh, and I, I do want to talk about each one individually. But as a whole, uh, I again I agree with Brett. I, I agree with Brett. Excuse me, uh, saying that I'm all about the animated card backs because that is how the characters, you know, appeared in that media. Like the the card back should be a reflection of how the characters appear in the media. Um, as far as painting them, though, I feel like they should be realistically painted, uh, with the exception, I think, of the ARC Troopers and the Battle Droid. I think those would have been fine. But painting uh, the female Jedi, you know, Ayla, um, Luminara, and Barris as animated does kind of make it problematic for putting them in displays with the other characters i mean it would have been great to get those those characters you know as re-releases only with photo reel now um and, and but having them in their traditional movie accurate you know colors i actually like looking at the photos of all of them i don't i don't mind the colors of the figures i think they're not they're not garish or ridiculously different enough mm -hmm. uh, like obviously they are different in tone to the movie counterparts but i i think they're going to display perfectly fine next to other tvc figures especially in the clone wars era uh of figures i, I don't know I, I really i do really like the look um my only thing is with the card back, I do really love now that they've broken the seal on having animated uh, uh, appearances on the TVC card back themselves. But just to jump forward just slightly a little bit to the next thing we're going to be talking about where it's animated card backs, but based on an old, <laughs> the, the old card back at the time of that cartoon coming out, uh, talking about droids, part of me almost wishes that since these are LFL 50, um, that they would have maybe uh, recreated the uh, card backs for the animated uh, Tartakovsky Clone Wars line for these figures. To have something and, unique. Yeah, because I think that yeah. really would have set it apart since we're kind of now experimenting of getting outside of the typical TVC Kenner uh, racetrack card back 
for uh, the LFL anniversary stuff in particular, like special events, uh, like the Power of the Force card for that yak face with the with the barge. Uh, it's fun to have these on top of having a gimmicky figure, giving it a totally unique fun presentation i think would have been fun so this is kind of like halfway mm. and i really enjoyed that aspect uh but ultimately coming down to the figures i do really enjoy the aesthetic and i don't have much to complain about there i do think the photo real faces look amazing from what i can tell i think i've got a comparison picture of the mm. original looks with the, the updated looks that's just like night and day so i i totally agree that the photo real looks great but so like say you had wanted to put the new photo reel head on Ayla, for example, right? Like Ayla's painting uh, in TBC 1.0 before was already great. But if yeah. you wanted mm-hmm. to have a photo reel head, the issue is that the color blue, on, it's yeah. totally different. Yeah. So it doesn't work for a head swap, which I think is unfortunate. You know, I would That's have fair. liked to do that head swap. But yeah. Yeah. I mean, for me, for me, they uh, you, there's a fine line, isn't there, between what a repaint works and what doesn't. Um, and I, to me, this has kind of got one foot over that line, but I think it's just far enough within, within that to be acceptable for me. Um, yeah. I, I mean, we've, I agree. If you look at all of these, they're all great examples of figures that we needed to see again because, you know, people that never got them first time around. So you used to look at it from a Hasbro point of view and they say, well, okay, we could just throw out exactly the same figures but you're going to get a lot of people out there not picking them up for the same reason that people don't always pick up the, you know, the other repack waves. So by putting them on a a different card, all of a sudden they've straight away appealed to a lot of carded collectors and they've said, right, okay, here's something new for you. And I think for people like me as a loose collector that isn't really worried about the card, uh, I I mean, I'm a sucker for anything that's different. I I, I went out and hunted down two Zuttons because I wanted the corrected knees and the uncorrected knees. (laughs) We we all bought Boba Boba Fett's with the the, the readout and without the readout. You know, everyone wanted both. Mm Because that's the idiots that we are, you know. So for me, or even the, even a Boba Fett without the Wookie braid, exactly. that was kind of a yeah. I have one of those. I don't know how how rare or whatever. Yeah, well, it's being an opener, I didn't worry about that one because that's something. I'm sorry, someone can take off once it's out of the card anyway. But yeah. but so for me, these these provide enough that they pull me in. You know, unfortunately, that I, I, you know, I'm glad to say I will run out and buy them. But if I kind of agree with you, Tyler, in that. They, are they going to sit with some of your other displays? I, I don't know. I think the colors are not wacky enough that they probably can, but I agree that you've got a great, you know, Ayla now, but without the photo reel, are you going to swap that for one that's not quite a realistic color, but a better looking face? It's a it's a bit of a dilemma actually in some ways, isn't it? Uh, and I, I do, that's where for me, it does walk a very fine line, but I'll be honest, I'm, you know, I'm happy, I'm happy enough with them. I think it, any further change if they were too wacky, like you know, like the um, the Tarkin figure that came off the yep. the comic packs years ago, which yeah. is like a really green, you know, oh, yeah. Yeah, green yellow. yellow. <laughs> Again, I've got it. I can't lie, I've got it, but I, you know, it doesn't really sit in the collection very well. You can't display no. it with your Imperials, so no. I don't think these step that far. But you know, yeah, they just yeah. about do it for me. I agree. It's tastefully done. It's tastefully mm. done. Some of those comic pack figures, I wanted to talk about those as well, because yeah, back in started in like 2006, 2007, they would take uh, inspiration color-wise directly from the Marvel comics of the 70s and 80s for those that maybe weren't collecting at the time. But, you know, they had Vader with like blue highlights on his head. And I remember they had like Stormtrooper Han and Luke with red uh, eyes and like blue highlights and stuff to match the shadows of the ink from the comics. 
Um, these I kind of put in that same category of just like, yeah, they don't really fit with everything else. They don't fit with the other multiple uh, Clone Wars micro series figures we've gotten. I'll probably display them with them, but it's like they don't really. Yeah, those are all like re- realistic interpretations. If the movies continue, if the movie styling continued into the stories told by the micro series, this is what they'd look like. Um, it's it's just a, kind of a strange thing. It's like not really fully satisfying any of the they're trying to keep everyone happy i think uh, yeah that's what it feels like to me i think that they're, yep. they're trying to appeal to as many people that might buy them rather than a, a more an isolated few perhaps who, who would rather see them re-release i don't know that's my feeling on it anyway yeah it's like it's not totally realistic it's not totally animated it's kind of got a foot in each camp or whatever um so it's kind of strange um, but i guess we're seeing that more and more now anyway because even with um you know darth maul ahsoka they're both quite heavily sort of influenced, aren't they, by the, by the Clone Wars look. They're not totally realistic. Uh, and they work perfectly. They work brilliantly. So if Hasbro keep going down that same route of, of keeping things partially realistic and partially animated, it can be very successful. I think it could appeal to both sides of, you know, people that do want to see both lots of figures. Uh, For some of the other Clone Wars figures like Anakin and Obi-Wan that were repacked last year, you know, they fully look like Hayden and Ewan McGregor. Like, um, the coloring is the same as it would be. I guess Anakin's outfit is a little bit more like blue and uh, maroon, sort of like it is in the animated series, which is like, okay, are they actually saying that's what he was? If Hayden, you know, if we get flashbacks in the Obi-Wan Kenobi series, for example, like, is is Hayden going to be wearing a blue and maroon suit or is he going to be wearing just what he wore in episode two and three, you know? Yeah. Um, it's, it's always, you know, how much uh, creative license do we have here? And it's all fun. It's all nice. I'm, I'm, I am glad they're experimenting with stuff like this. Um, it's just a little bit of like, you know, the, the design choices that go into this. It's, it's interesting to think about. You know, I'm, I'm overall, overall, I'm pretty happy with it. I, you know, I haven't, I'm not as picky, I think when it comes to the colors of like the, the Jedi, especially of this wave, um, I'm very excited to pose them alongside, you know, my other realistic Clone Wars figures. Um, but I, I think what I like, and again, what you said, Lewis, touching on uh, Ahsoka and Maul, you know, being realistic figures, but having that slight tinge of the animated, you know, original thing, I do really appreciate uh, when figures are, you know, they're realistic figures, even when they're based on something animated. Uh, but any th- any figure in a realistic style that still maintains like a tinge of the essence of the source material, I really, I think is very important uh, yeah. in terms like even with the even going back all the way to the Kenner days where, you know, you look at the figures weren't, uh, you know, like the, the Kenner deco on the Cantina aliens and all that. They don't look screen accurate, but at the yeah. same time, it captures the essence of how you remember the movie of how you see the movie and all that so that you can have fun with it so i don't know i i do mm. really like that and i'm glad that tvc is not being left out again because yeah. you know a lot of you know we look at jackson which is something that three and three quarter inch collectors have wanted so yeah. badly for yes. decades and then they go and plop them into six inch and a lot of the six inch collectors are like who's that all right pass i'm yeah. good and it's it's, it's not a clone it? trooper <sighs> anyway <laughs> sorry that's my thoughts on that i didn't mean to no but as as for these actual figures so like some of them like they're just slightly different like for me the battle droid is something that's kind of frustrating um, you know, as as many problems as the VC-78 mold has, especially with the current rubbery plastic, I would like to get it in the Geonosis maroon style. Um, and this is like 90% of the way there, but it's based on the, you know, when they're on Munalinst in the show, 
um, when Obi-Wan is riding his speeder bike into battle with sort of the jousting against Dirge situation. Yes. <laughs> but uh, the battle droids there are just like straight maroon. They don't have any um, any of the silver detailing on the joints that they do in the movies, um, which they totally left out of the figure. So I still bought too, way too many of these, but yeah. I would have bought even more if they were actually, yeah. if they could have been used as movie figures as well. Because that is something- and perhaps if the plastic wasn't so rubbery, but yeah, anyway, that would help. I mean, as bad as that plastic is, though, I would say I think the the maroon figures I've got are the 30th anniversary ones. Are they, John? The one that was at the two pack? Is that 30th? I mean, they've been they had a lot of. Uh, it's not like they haven't had the maroon one over but, the years, but, but yeah. I mean, they they are terrible for standing up anyway. So yeah, yeah. I'm not saying, you know, just because we've got bad figures already, we need more bad figures. But yeah, yeah I, I, I think this new one. Yeah, it, it, it's not worse than the ones we've got now. So I don't know. Yeah, I, I would have taken some new ones. I'm curious if this is maybe uh, also them dipping their their toe in to see what other things they can do uh, to bring forward more leveraging of existing assets that they have uh, in interesting ways. And I was just thinking about it as you guys were talking, like if they were to do another wave of these, like using, you know, I know for the attack of the clones 20th, we would really love to see that 2013 Anakin with photo reel on a, on and, a Padme. Card. and Padme and Geonosis Padme. Um, although mm-hmm. I, I would like some updates to the Geonosis Padme that I think about it. Those need to happen Hasbro. If you're listening, mm-hmm. those need to happen. Yeah. Those are absolutely, musts but i was just thinking of you know i would love uh with the animated card and of course i would because i love kenobi but if they took the vc45 body uh put some new soft goods on it and then did a photo reel pass on the episode two uh obi-wan head and plopped it on that body for the uh you know jousting obi-wan sure. look from the micro series yeah. as as an exclusive that oh. right there is you know the only thing new would be the the soft goods and maybe the little uh plastic uh soft plastic caps that go on the cape but yeah it's similar to what they did for black series it is i love that look i yeah. love yeah. that look yeah it was my favorite until the uh 2008 look. it's so nostalgic for me that's a character they have done a few times of course we had the battle pack where he had like the stuff he the snap-on armor and all yeah, that. snap-on armor, and then the next one was colored legs and stuff. Yeah, yeah, and the 2008 Legacy Collection in the second wave, which shipped the first day also, but it had even there he had a little bit more red hair than he has in the movies and stuff, so it's a little bit animated coloring. I don't know. It's you know, it's not. It doesn't bother me that much, and I like the figures, and I like I like when things get weird in the line. Yeah, but it's it's <laughs> just like okay, what you know, where do I? Then I have the collector. Uh, panic of oh my god do these go with the crazy color figures do these, these goes with the clone wars figures how do these where do these fit i have that figure i love that figure i need to do a head swap though because the head is terrible but yeah he looks like he just stubbed his toe or something <laughs> <laughs> he does but i think i think we're getting a little ahead of ourselves so let's let's talk about each of these individually because i know i have lots of things i want to say about each of these so shall we shall we start off with uh the arc trooper captain captain fordo yeah, perhaps unless uh, there was something else you wanted to say, John. I don't. I don't have a ton to say about every figure, um, but yeah, I just have a lot of. Mm-hmm, I like it. That's that's what I'm going to say about <laughs> most of them. Well, I, I definitely have some some things I want to say about sure. them individually. Yeah. So uh, yeah, so let's start with the. Um, I'm going to call him Captain Fordo because he's Captain Fordo. Damn it. Uh, yeah. <laughs> but uh, y'all know who he is. He's the biggest uh, badass in the original Tartakovsky. Clone Wars, as far as clone troopers go, anyway. Um, but uh, yeah, so this release is actually different, aside from the card back, than his original release as the Arc Trooper Captain. I have them both pulled up here. 
the red is a much deeper blood crimson red on this one. The helmet paint applications are thicker to be more um, in tune with his appearance in, in the show where the, uh, the red surrounding his T visor is kind of thicker than a, than a typical clone trooper captain. Um, also the red trim that goes down the sides of his arms is faithful to his uh, phase one Munilinst, uh look. Whereas the original release um, is more faithful to his appearance when he's wearing the phase two armor and taking down a bunch of super battle droids by himself because, again, badass. <laughs> so what's great about these two releases is that if you have the original now you can display the original with the additional gear that he comes with to to make him look like his um his phase two look, and the new one you can keep him posed with his uh his phase one look. However, um, some people may be dismayed to learn that the new release does not include the extra gear that the first one came with. So I expect the original release that comes with sort of the interchangeable appearance options. Is going to skyrocket on the aftermarket because and it's already uh, steep because people yeah, oh yeah it's, it's it's only going to get worse people so mm-hmm. uh just be aware of that but i love this figure absolutely love it i love the card back this is one of my favorite clone troopers of all time like easily top three uh he's right up there with rex and cody for me i love fordo he's such a he's so awesome uh, so I, I was overjoyed at this release, um, and I, I like uh, that the paint j- job is a little bit more accurate to his um, animated look. But. You know, with with this, with you touching on the the paint being, you know, thicker, having the stripes being a little thicker to reflect the animated look on this one and the, the blue version as well. Yes. Uh, I think mm-hmm. very we'll much. We'll get to that in a minute. Yeah, but I, I do think I like the look of those those colorful uh, paints, like the how they've chosen to do that, where it's very distinctive and it it, mm-hmm. it reads a lot better. Where, not that I'm saying I want them to you know abandon nuance with figures, but at the same time, some things just really need to scream Star Wars at you. And I, I think you know these two just simple uh, simple reapproach to how the uh, paint deco is done to reflect the animated style makes it even more uh shocking in a good way i think uh, to stand out in the ranks of a clone trooper on the shelves i cannot wait to put this guy and his squad of arc troopers in my uh hunt for grievous uh oh, yeah. republic gunship they're gonna look so good oh i'm so oh, excited yeah. i'm so, so excited so, so out of interest Tyler, <laughs> are you are you happy with the fact are you okay with the fact that he's got slightly different coloring on him um yes would you rather have had the re-release uh or you know? no no so <laughs> my only issue as far as animated paint jobs is when it comes to you know the humans and the jedi specifically and their costumes like um Barris Offie's looking looking pretty purple. <laughs> more purple, uh, more purple than the, the animated series, even. Yeah, because it's pretty. It's a pretty dark purple in the animated series, right? And this one's I don't want to say bright purple, but uh, lighter purple. Yeah. <laughs> but in the animated series, they used purple to very much evoke brown, and 
but keep it visually engaging. Yeah. No, I, I think the animated paint job on the two clone troopers, uh, excuse me, arc troopers, how dare I insult their uh, elite <laughs> status. Um, the two arc troopers are, are fine. They're great. Uh, I, I really do like that uh, there's a variation between his original release uh, and the new release because now you can display them both ways. It's always been sort of a choice unless you owned more than one of them. Do I want to display him in his phase one look or his phase two look? And now you have a chance to do both if you have the old figure. Even on the old figure, like his phase one look was more, you know, the stripes are thinner. They look more like they do in Attack of the Clones on right. the clone officers. But then his phase two look was very stylized, like the helmet should be the same as Commander Neo. Um, yep. But but they gave it like the they basically made it look exactly like it does in the animated show. So even there, they yep. had, you know, one foot in yeah. realism, one foot in animated. That's true. That's very true. Uh, do we want to talk about the uh, regular ARC Trooper now? Does anybody else have any finishing thoughts on Fordo? No, the only thing I would say about Fordo is just that the shots we have seen of it, which, uh, again, were the ones uh, you mentioned earlier that come through the Spice Runner. I mean, the face looks amazing on it. Um, yes. The photo reel just looks, uh, yeah, it's so much sharper than, than the previous version. So, I mean, for the head alone, it's worth getting a good few of them, isn't it? Just yeah. have some helmetless ones. Yeah. And he's still got the faux hawk and the uh, soul patch. He's still rocking <laughs> yeah. that style from a yeah. decade ago. Yeah, he's, he's not changed. Hey, he's, you yeah. know what? When you're in special special operations, uh, you have a little bit more leeway. <laughs> I guess so. <laughs> yeah. All right. So, the ARC Trooper. Oh, man, am I excited about this release. Oh, boy. For me, this, this takes the case. Uh, this takes the cake in terms of the most exciting uh, release of these Tartakovsky figures. That's just me personally. Um, You're not alone though, are you? Because it, it was the first one to sell out. So. so I'm looking on Instagram and comparing the likes and comments in terms of all these different uh, releases. And this one by far has the most uh, on our profile on SWTBC. Um, so I think I think it it may be true that this one is the most exciting as far as community wide, but you know we've been we've been asking for a long time for Hasbro to reuse the um, you know Arc Trooper Commander mold to make other clone troopers and they've they've never done it and no one's really sure why but finally they put out this guy and it's it's so wonderful now to be able to have the full squad of arc troopers and have them look you know just like fordo in terms of being able to blend in instead of using older arc troopers that have you know plastic skirts or whatever i i just think it's it's incredible that i'm now going to have a whole squad of these guys they're just going to look so good i'm so excited my the only gripe that i have about this release is that they neglected to pack in his uh his blaster rifle or his carbine whatever forgive me uh, for all you nerds out there i'm a nerd too but i don't i don't know what the arc trooper blasters are called forgive me but you all know what i'm talking about as our listeners are learning we actually don't know anything about star wars (laughs) the more we talk the less we know i don't know nothing but anyway so uh yeah i i I think that it would have been nice for them to pack in you know the arc trooper blaster uh but whatever we have the old arc troopers right most of us so we can we can swap those weapons out it's no big deal i guess but um there are yeah there's a few other arc troopers or troopers in that group especially that when they go hunting for grievous um that have different helmets and different weapons and stuff and they made them in the previous style some but again in the sort of more realistic style so now 
like those won't 100% fit with these new animated looking ones. That was why I was like, this is a figure that I've been wanting. I've been wanting the blue arc trooper for a while. And then yes. to get it with the, but then I finally see it with the, the thick uh, paint that doesn't fit the other figure, the other figures I have. So I get where like that Bantha Skull article you mentioned where it's like, it doesn't really fit the world building element. So it's like, it's cool for what it is, but like, I wish personally that we had gotten, and hopefully we can still get a blue, you know, you can always ask Hasbro for repaint and they'll probably won't disappoint you. <laughs> but uh, So you're talking about the, the, uh, the arc troopers that have like the ATRT driver helmet yeah, and the, uh, you know, the rotary cannon or the, yeah, um, so the heavy like that, that quad, that quad gun. I don't, I don't know what the heck yeah, that's yeah. called, but Cause they, y'all know what I'm talking about. They had that, they had that guy in that legacy collection wave and then they've done, I mean, cause they did battle packs and they did single packs of the arc troopers. We're not, we're, we're, you know, we have several of the blue and red arc troopers from over the years in various styles. So it's not like we're hurting for these figures, but you want to see you want to see that arc trooper on like the VC forty five body with an with an ATRT driver head, basically is what you're saying. Well, I'm saying I want the I want the blue arc trooper on the VC fifty four body. Excuse me, fifty four body to be realistic um, to fit with the older versions of these other clones. That's so that's the, why the it's just a little. So you you mean to match the lieutenants and the all yeah. the other ranks that we have? So yeah, we get yeah. I want the new figures to match the figures that I have, I guess yeah. is what I'm saying, which they don't. So that's where I'm coming from on that one. I'm so excited. I like the coloring of all these figures and can't wait to put them with the I real, don't, I don't mind with the real yeah. stuff. I, I, I like it too. Like, like on the one hand, on the one, again, I'm not trying to complain too much because on the one hand, I, I like that they're doing this weird stuff. But, I, you know, some of these, it's just like, oh, God, I just wish they were slightly more realistic. It's all ties into it would all be easier to swallow if there were the versions that, you know, we all want that you know go with everything of the modern standard and the modern stuff which is maybe why i'm more accepting of the the next group of figures we will talk about in a few minutes but we'll we'll get to that it, it works for me I, I get what you're saying john i totally get what you're saying about wanting you know your figures to blend in and match well i think it works for me because they are arc troopers so arc troopers yeah. can kind of have a little bit more liberties in terms of the paint jobs with their armors. Sure. Uh, you know, in the Clone Wars, we saw our troopers do all kinds of wacky stuff. I mean, look at what was it, Blitz with his diamonds on his comma and, you know, just weird stuff because they can, because they're our troopers, right? <laughs> like, <Yeah>. So, <laughs> but advanced recon creative. Mm. <laughs> all right. So we talked about the battle droid. Um, we did talk about Ayla a little bit. I'd like to talk about uh, Luminara and the changes they made, particularly in the soft goods. I think they really improved the soft goods a lot. I think Luminara looks the best out of the three, in my opinion. Well, one thing, not to be the Debbie Downer on this episode, but um, one thing that bothers me on Luminara is her skirt has like sculpted details and then the painting details do it's sculpted to look like it does in the films and then it's painted to look like it does in the animation so it's kind of like they oh, don't yeah. they, they don't match so they kind of did like the heart symbols over the realistic s symbols which it just looks like poorly thought out frankly bit of a mismatched paint job doesn't it yeah i didn't notice that interesting. until just now and i'm gonna i didn't notice it. that either that's interesting <laughs> yeah. I but did, they did change her... I'm going to make fun of you in the outro, John. <laughs> <laughs> Don't you dare. 
<laughs> Some people noticed that uh, they packed her in with a totally new, uh, accurate lightsaber. Uh, yes. Is this? Does anyone recognize? Is this a completely new sculpt for the lightsaber? I don't recognize it. I could be wrong. There's been a thousand different Jedi lightsabers over the years, but I don't recognize this one. Yeah, I know Evan knows more about lightsabers, but it has it has some little greeblies at the bottom that her lightsaber at least did not have in the last version. It almost looks like Maul's uh, emitter, like the the bottom portion. It almost yeah. looks like Darth Maul's lightsaber. But, I mean, because uh, they've gotten her lightsaber like close to correct in the previous versions. Yeah, but they've never gotten it totally right. I think they're all they were all based along the one that came in the 2002 Luminar. Was it 2002, 2003? Yeah, uh, the 2002 was the one, first one. Where they gave her a very tiny hilt, and it looked like a weird, uh, mm. weird take on an Obi Wan lightsaber. Uh, but it was very tiny for her tiny little hands. The main difference is on the end of the hilt, uh, on the end opposite the emitter they added some extra details this time i'm pretty certain so this is one of the clan lightsabers uh you know where all the background jedi kind of had variations on five or six or seven different styles yeah, um, yeah that, that definitely exists yeah it, this exists this somewhere. saber definitely yeah. exists um from the any time in the last 15 years i don't know when it first appeared i know i've seen this exact one yeah um i didn't recognize it. i definitely recognize alas we've seen that it's been packed in, I think, with Grievous a bunch of times and maybe Kiati Mundi or something. I don't know. I think there might be some kind of partial tool here on this, but I, I'm pretty certain this has existed before. I don't know about that. I sort of think it's new. I'm not going to argue with you. I think that it, it could very much be new because it does look... Yeah, I don't know. When this Luminara was released in the Black Series 3.75, did it include a lightsaber hilt, like an unlit hilt? Because this release does not include an unlit hilt, but the other two Jedis do have an unlit hilt. It might not have. No, I the Black Series one did not come with an unlit hilt. So they packed her in with a new lightsaber and still didn't pack in the unlit hilt. All right. Well, yeah, and I'm looking at the old one. So the Black Series one is, uh, she's got Kit Fisto's lightsaber, or that clan lightsaber design, which Interesting. is similar to the one that she has, but it's uh, different. Even end. The yeah, different right. end cap, which they have rectified. So it could be new, John, but I, I I'm not going to argue with you. I just I I'm out I'm out of the lightsaber loop more than I I'd like to admit these days. <laughs> but you do um, notice more of the differences than I tend to. So like I know anyway. Yeah, this mm. yeah the one that she was originally with is definitely the same clan lightsaber that you would find with like a kit a kit fisto to be accurate. So, uh, but the new one is uh, maybe partially rejiggered to, yeah maybe it is new. You know what that that. It could be new because I'm sure the tooling cost for that is not much. I so. just didn't recognize it. So I'm like, is this new? Yeah. But and it is accurate. So I'm really glad. That's pretty cool. All right. So do we want to move on to what droids now? Yeah. Or anything see. else on these? Let's see what the cards. So the first TVC figures with animated backgrounds. I know we just touched on that real quick. So like um, I said, so a previous, like for the 2008, the Filoni Clone Wars figures that have been in vintage collection, um, those have all been you know, mostly realistic style. They take a little bit of animated uh, interpretation to them, but their film outs or their card backs have all been realistic, um, you know, either Photoshop of the actors in the animated outfits or, you know, more recently sort of drawings, paintings of them. Yeah. Um, so this is, so these six Tartakovsky Clone Wars micro series, micro series figures represent the first like animated um, 
vintage collection cards. This is, again, not to get on the Visions sidetrack here, but I just want to mention this really quick because it's in the same idea. You just desperately want those Visions figures. <laughs> I, I just want to talk because one, Visions is relevant. And unlike Hasbro these days, I want to be talking about the media as it's <laughs> brand new. Yeah. Um, but what I'm saying is, again, let me reiterate for everyone out there who wants to be grumpy at me. No, Visions figures are not even near the top of my list of things I want. I totally understand there's things that are way more important. I agree with you. I just, they're just on the list at yeah. all. And I like to talk about I would about agree with you, Evan. You're, you're not alone. Yeah. You're not alone. Yeah. Um, but what I think, though, is if they were to do them in Vintage Collection, I would love to see them uh, with art from the show like stills from the show like as they appeared in the anime on the card but For i would sure, like yeah. i would like the figures to be more realistically styled but just with yeah. a little bit of the anime flair similar to like darth maul and ahsoka have kind of been um when it comes to the vintage collection the new vintage collection figures so it's like i would love to see a ronin styled in a realistic style but maybe with just like a couple things that are slightly exaggerated to capture that anime essence would you want for if they made characters from the first episode, would you want them in black and white still? Yeah, I mean, just because, uh, yeah, I would want them in black and white. I think I think that's a very striking uh, thing. And it kind of harkens to me back to like concept art in a way, too. Yeah. Um, and especially with like the use of color, it's easy for them with stuff like, you know, the bandit leader and the and Ronan with the red lightsaber accent, giving it some like, you know, uh, very vibrant color splash for contrast. But I think also the black and white style is very striking. And then plus the colors of the card with like the bubbles and, uh, you know, the name pill uh, would also aid in making that a very visually appealing uh, thing. In my mind, that's just kind of how I look at it. But again, way down the road, if when they ever get to Visions in the next 40 years, we'll see. Maybe for the Lucas 100th anniversary. Yeah, we'll exactly. Hey, remember that yeah. cartoon from 50 years ago? So. <laughs> You know, if we were if we were in a position where it was, you know, 2008, 2009 with all the new tooling and we're, we're just not there anymore. You know, we have nine new sculpts a year, 10 new sculpts a year. Uh, I, They're just I'm sorry for those who absolutely love visions. But for me, they are so, so, so far down the priority list. I, mean, I agree with you. I'm just saying. <laughs> Wait, I'm not saying, disagreeing Kevin? with you, Tyler. <laughs> I think High Republic is the same, isn't it? I mean, yeah, there's, yeah. A lot of, yeah. there's so much you could pull from that. But again, it's probably more likely you'd yeah, see like High I could Republic grab a rock from, from my garden and yeah. call yeah. Geo. Yeah. It's so funny that everybody latches on to Geode. I think he's appeared in one book. And it's quite insignificant at the end. Quite insignificant, yeah, yeah. where there's like dozens of other characters that are amazing. But yeah. it's like I would kill for some, like a Martian Rowe from the High Republic. But if so, if they if Hasbro were to announce tomorrow Martian Rowe, before you know saying like hey here's a supreme leader kylo ren or rise of skywalker emperor yeah, or you know blah, blah, or blah, any blah. of the bad batch i'd be yeah. upset whereas if they announced yeah. a figure like that before ooh, crucify me here uh velkin taziri i'd be like ah oh, that sucks but also like that i guess that makes <laughs> sense because that's a backgrounder uh but i, yeah. I want both very much i yes, think velkin is more of, should be more <laughs> of a priority uh but yes i yeah it's I get it. I get it. They're very low down. They are a low down on my list as well. Um, just, yeah, I agree with you. There's way more important stuff to tackle before doing any, uh, not quote unquote, wasting any uh, newness on things that aren't as presumably important. I'll tell you what, if they, if they quadruple the number of all new sculpts that we get every year, I'll 
take them might be totally that would, well that's exactly kind of what yeah, right, part of this is yeah. for though is is again going back to why we do this is campaigning for more new product in three and three quarter inch more new tvc so the more that they see the success of the line the more that they invest into it and the more new stuff they're willing to make for it is going to increase the chance of diversifying and exploring in the line without having people who want you know main characters or ot backgrounders feeling shafted when something kind of niche comes out uh, or maybe something that wasn't necessarily uh, at the top of the priority list because the line will be large enough and diverse enough so that everybody can you know be served over the course of a year that they get at least something that they're wanting something unique and more representation from the ever-growing list of media properties star wars has now so absolutely it's only going to get worse yeah without going too far down that rabbit hole does that not going back to what you said earlier Evan, about um they putting them on a different card you know so with with these animated ones they yes. can put on a different card. if hasbro had taken that route and actually said okay we're going to start by putting the clone wars on a you know a completely different looking card something that gives us a more animated feel they could have then followed through with droids on that. And that could have actually even given them a platform to then look at things like vision, you know, and actually just move it away a little bit from, from TVC and, and say, okay, people that want realistic and want world building, there's the chief, there's your TVC and there's, there's your, your sort of sideline. But obviously at the moment we don't get enough figures, so it's not an option, but they they may have cut off that opportunity to do that by not, jumping across as you were sort of saying well, yeah in a, in a weird way I, I i kind of get the thought process here on their part where kind of going back i think i stated it on our live stream too most recently was i kind of would like everything to follow or fall under the tvc banner um but maybe you know if they had done the lucasfilm 50th like the clone wars figures on a 2003 uh throwback kind of card like they're doing with the upcoming figures we're about to talk about with droids of doing that um and maybe not giving them vc numbers but they still fall under you know if everything three and three quarter inch falls under the tvc banner in order for them to have uh more experimentation while maintaining the level of quality expected from the vintage collection um mm. you know i don't know it's it's complicated it's all tiptoeing around i know no one not yeah. everyone's going to be happy obviously uh, but yeah, I don't know. It's just stuff to think about. Yeah. Anyway, want to think about droids now? Yeah. Yes. There you go. Yeah, droids. <laughs> so there's those three uh, droids repaints coming. Um, so yeah, John, you want to tell us about those a little bit? Yeah. So in the same vein of the Clone Wars repaint figures, we're getting uh, droids figures for the first time. Well, we've had a few droids figures similar to Clone Wars. They would sprinkle them in here and there like a Boba Fett's droid. Um, they did a... Uh, a two pack of that back in the day. Anyway, they're few and far between. These three were announced on September 23rd and put up for pre-order September 24th at the god awful hour of 6 a.m. Uh, for <laughs> us on the West Coast here, with no listed arrival date. Um, maybe that's to bypass Target's constant delay cancellation song and dance they've been doing lately. Good point. I didn't think about that. Yeah, I'm not really sure what that is um, about. Yeah, by not assigning a date, they don't have to keep sliding it around. Yeah, so. That's been working out in our favor. Sometimes, usually not. <laughs> not so we don't have to wake up. <laughs> don't have to get emails at two in the morning saying, you still want this item that you bought and paid for? Uh, you sure about that? Yeah. But anyway. <laughs> you must not. So, you didn't respond to us in five minutes. You don't want it, right? Yeah. But so they're hopefully they're bypassing that this time, but we'll see. Um, so there's three figures 
that they announced for Vintage Collection, which is which are R2D2 based on the 2010 VC25 figure, uh, C3PO based on the 2010 VC06 figure, and Boba Fett based on this year's VC186. Yes. Yes. Which is mm-hmm. the first repaint of this wonderful new Boba that we all love so much. Um, and these are yes. Yeah, so the cards, the whole presentation is based more on the Kenner droids figures which when kinner made the droids figures in 1985 they shifted the bubble and the ewoks figures at the same time they shifted the bubble to the right side of the card and they had the coins that were also part of the power of the force line Um, and the coins are coming with these new figures which is very exciting and so in the original kinner droids line they took the existing sculpts of r2d2 and c3po repainted them to match the animation a little more closely. R2-D2 was the pop-up lightsaber version, and they have sort of recreated that by using the pop-up lightsaber uh, vintage version. He does not have the lightsaber, but you know if you want to put that in there and pop his leg up, you can do that. He still has the pop-up sensor scope thing. Um, but in the Kenner line, the droids Boba Fett figure had the same colors as the previous Star Wars Empress Strikes Back Return of the Jedi releases with the red and yellow gauntlets that were based on one of his prototype looks, uh, which was also featured in the original card back, which I still want to see as a fully realistic figure. But this new one is based more directly on his Nelvana animated styling, as seen on my beautiful t-shirt um, <laughs> from this show and the holiday special, which we have gotten as a figure before, based more on the, as I said, the holiday special one. Um, but... And as a point I just want to make, in the show, droids, for whatever reason, whatever standards of the time, nobody has blasters, nobody has guns of any kind. Um, and Boba actually does not carry his tuning fork blaster thing um, from the holiday special. So a lot of fans are like, why doesn't he have La- Lazy Hasbro not repacking that? It's like, well, he doesn't have it in droids. So cool your jets, you fake fans. <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't have it and it's accurate. Okay, so. Got him. Yeah. <laughs> So yeah, so these cards, unlike the Clone Wars cards, which are kind of, you know, the black and silver TVC look with animated uh, artwork or illustrations, these are full-on Kenner recreations, um, which is sort of what I would have preferred them do for the Clone Wars animated style figures, Um, you know, do something totally different and new. That's kind of what I was saying, yeah. Yeah. So yeah, what do you guys think about the... Oh, I was... I'm going to say what I think about these first, yeah. damn it. No. I, I was, whereas I'm a little bit, because I think the Clone Wars ones are half realistic, half animated, and these are still realistic sculpts with animated colors, which follows on what Kinner did. I was more excited about these ones because we do have so many good realistic C-3PO, R2-D2, Boba Fetts, um, and these are more of a novelty instead of something that just don't, you know, they're their own subcategory instead of kind of fitting it not really in other subcategories i don't know for whatever reason i just i I like these ones more i think because they went fully you know whole hog into um kinnerville i don't know animated land yeah the (laughs) the complete they it's like what the the black series has been getting this year is with the episode one card backs for those figures with the power of the force card backs a power of the force two card backs uh clone wars card backs where they've been recreating the original looks but scaled up uh, whereas three and three quarter inch were like, but those, this is the original scale for those card backs. Why are we not yeah. getting recreations of that stuff? Like, 
And so it was nice to see them go full on board with this, where it's a complete recreation of the original Kenner presentation. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. I mean, I'll be honest, drawings is, is not really my thing, but uh, I think these are pretty, pretty cool for a lot of people. Uh, very nostalgic, I'm sure, for some people. Um, I don't have a ton to say about R2-D2 and C-3PO, but I definitely have some words for Boba Fett. Well, I think because at least three of us here are of the generation that did not grow up with the droids cartoon. And I know a lot of people weren't, weren't <laughs> usually old. <laughs> Were you already? Yeah. <laughs> did you have memories of that at the time, Lewis? Did you watch it when it was on? I didn't really watch it. Um, I mean, when was it out? What year? 85. 85. So I mean, I would have been, what, nine years old. So I yeah. yeah, well, it wasn't like I was too, too old really to appreciate it but i don't know yeah i, I don't even know what it where it was on I don't, i'm not sure where you could watch it because back when i was nine years old we probably had three tv channels you know we didn't have cable satellite or anything like that you know so old i am god <laughs> so <laughs> I, I, I think yeah exactly and so i probably had it on vhs somewhere along the line or a few episodes of vhs but I, it was never something i i'll be honest i've really got into and same as ewoks it, it was never i don't know it just to me, it wasn't really something that engaged me. Or just just as a history on the series and the availability of the series, um, droids had one season in 85, and e- there would be like the droids at Ewoks Power Hour or whatever they called it, um, where Ewoks had a season running concurrently with the first season of droids. Droids was canceled. Ewoks got a second season totally different than the first. Um, they had some episodes kind of recut into movies that were released on VHS uh, at some point in the 90s, 80s, 90s. I remember renting those from the video store and being not particularly enthused with them, mm-hmm. but being like, oh, this is fun, you know? Um, and then they put those movies out on DVD. I know they retooled them a little bit in 2003, along with the Ewok movies. And then finally this year, they were um, available in full, I think for the first time, yeah, at least since the original run um, on Disney Plus. So you can watch them and say- uh, Branded as Star Wars Vintage. Yes. Yeah. And you can watch them and realize you're not, frankly, missing a whole lot. No. No. So it's something that doesn't mean a lot for our, you know, at least the people in their early 30s here, our generation, um, whereas the, the Clone Wars stuff hit when we were, you know, early teens, probably. And so that prime. was used to have more nostalgia yep. for that. I was going to say, like, what's cooler for a 13 year old than Jedi with ammo pouches? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I think in terms of the figures as well, again, at that age, I was probably at the point in my life where I was. I wouldn't say I, I never got rid of my figures. I've still got the same ones now, but I was probably at a point where I was sl- slightly moving away from some of the Star Wars stuff because it wasn't as current, you know, it wasn't in, right. in the, the line. So I think when those figures would have come out, for me, I probably would have not bothered with them anyway because they were animated. Um, uh, certainly the Ewoks ones, you know, I would have looked at those and thought, well, they're not, they're not Star Wars figures really. They don't, they don't quite look the same, do they? Um, obviously, God, what an idiot I was because you know I would love to have them now. I don't, but <laughs> so I, I think, yeah, they don't they don't grab me nostalgically. But I'm I, I love the look of them. I think uh, for the for me in terms of repaints, I think these are great repaints because it, they feel new. They feel like there's something new for me, even though they're yeah. not yeah. new. They're not new sculpts, but I, I feel like I'm getting three figures here. Which, uh, well, we kind of got a Boba Fett, but I. I for me, they're free figures I haven't really got, so I'm quite happy to take those. I think perhaps one of the most exciting things about this, even if these figures don't excite people themselves, um, is the precedent they're setting in the vintage collection and the possibilities that they open up for Power of the Force figures. 
which is something that a lot of people have brought up. You know, hey, Hasbro can literally repack the same figures on new cards and include coins, and you're going to resell all those figures to the carded collectors. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. And those coins, when, when, I, when I saw the coins on those cards, I, I was doubly excited, I think. I mean, uh, to me, they, oh, I, I love the coins on the 30th anniversary. Uh, uh, to me, they're a really nice little thing to collect aside as the, on the figures. And I think it's great that they're going back and doing those. I'd love to see more. Yeah. This opens the doors for all, all kinds of things to happen. So mm. You know, with how terrible distribution is, this would be a nightmare. But imagine if every TVC case had a repacked uh, figure that would be appropriate uh, repacked on a Power of the Force card with a coin. Oh, it's man. like an ultimate galactic hunt sort of thing. Oh, man. Uh, Oh man! Fun, I mean, that I would be so fun in a certain yeah. way, but I would probably drive myself to drinking to oblivion trying to track them down. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but you know, it's things like that that are easy, engaging things for Hasbro to do or experiment with. I think Hasbro is starting to be on the same page with us about that. I know the uh, the Vintage Collection Facebook group run by our good friends uh, John Miko, Lando Griffin, Corey, and. Uh, Augustine, um, they've they've talked about this uh, quite a lot about the potential, um, you know, that power of the force figures brings to the table in terms of new sales for you know repack figures. Um, you know, as as we get close to finishing the ninety six, uh, John, how many figures were uh, on the power of the force? Well, there were fifteen. 15- 15 debut figures, but they, I mean, they repacked a lot of them, so they could really get away with repacking tons of figures. Okay. See, look at that. We're asking for repacks. What the hell? (laughs) I'm just saying, if you're, if you're going to repack things, which of course they're going to, uh, putting them on new cards, you know, Mm -hmm. with, with a coin. Okay. Okay. A coin. So you have to mint a new coin mint this isn't the treasury but you get you guys get what i'm saying yeah, you guys yeah. get what i'm saying mold you know sculpt a new coin uh, i'm an idiot I, I would buy i would buy like a luke skywalker and stormtrooper just for that coin you know, oh, i yeah. don't need yeah. i've got so many of those figures i don't need more but i, I would, would buy, buy them all the coin. Again. i would yeah. buy them all again for the card back and the coin it's something like a build a figure we don't have anymore but it's some it, it, or if you have ocd for the numbers and you have to get every single one or you just OCD in general and just want every single one. We're just yep. checking all the boxes of how I feel about the vintage collection. I have to have every single one, every variant. But meaning, so yeah, some another thing to, you know, you fill that coin book and say, oh, I got them all. And you can take a deep breath and say, oh, yes, I feel complete in life again. And coins would be a good, it would be a fun way to pipeline where it's like at the end of a fan first oh, Friday yeah. or something like, all right. And then here's the pipeline and they put six coins up and it's like, oh, yeah. <laughs> we're pathetic aren't we i Jesus. know we're so desperate um <laughs> just in terms of you know we talk about repaints we talk about repacks and different stuff these are totally there you look at them and you say okay it's not five percent different she doesn't have a slightly different skirt you know they, they don't have different face paint or you know this it's not a han solo with rosy or cheeks or whatever they're doing um <laughs> this is something totally unique um you know it's got the nostalgic precedent it has the Kinder precedent, the animation precedent, but it is a new thing. Um, it's a totally different thing. The, just the whole, the whole package with the coin and the beautiful card art um, and the wacky paint. It's something that just appeals to me. Um, it's not five percent different. You know, it's just totally different. Mm-hmm. Um, a sculpt aside, obviously, but it, it just appeals to me. I don't know. It's very, it's exciting. They kind of. I know. I mean, I'm not a Marvels collector, yeah. But the Marvel cards, those are they Marvel retro? I don't really know much about them. Yeah, the retro. 
the cards just look amazing. And I'm not even a cardy collector, but I look at those and think, God, I wish I, I wish I was a cardy collector. You know, with some of those, I yeah. just think they look great. And obviously, these are these are predate that, so it's not like we're, we're copying that line. But but really, that is the same look, isn't it? And I, I'd, I'd love to see Star Wars some some of some of the figures go down that route of not necessarily being on a TBC card. Are probably people out there screaming at me saying, "No, you know, you can't do it." But yeah. just, just to be <laughs> yeah. clear, we are not advocating that TVC goes no. away. We yeah, are not at all. Not like, advocating all under the umbrella. All yeah, it could still umbrella. be TVC. I mean, that's the other thing we haven't spoke about on these. But you know, are they going to be numbered? Are, are they VC numbered? Right. Are, are yeah, they we don't, I don't be, think we know yet. Yeah. So again, if they are VC numbered, it still connects them to the to the TVC and to that line, doesn't it? Uh, yeah. If they're not, then I don't know. Does it make it easier for some people to pass on them? I, I you know, it's a, it's an awkward. I kind of hope they're not because you know the people who who put these up on their walls and you know in numerical order or whatever. Yeah, they're gonna they're gonna be kind of jarring amongst it's all the other wrong. ones. Not well, like, yeah. you know, when, when people <laughs> say you know when we say finish the ninety six, that only includes the realistic figures from the three movies plus Power of the Force. It does not include droids and Ewoks. So sure, um, sure. And like, I don't think we're ever going to get updates to some of the the Kinner figures in the line that were not just repaints because the droids line had R two three PO Boba Fett and the A wing pilot repacked repainted, and then it had a whole bunch of like totally new characters like Uncle Gundy or Thal Jobin or George Dusat. These names that mean nothing to anybody these days, you know. <laughs> but um, don't I sort of don't think we're going to get updates to those as cool no. as they would be, you know, after Visions, after High Republic, you know, after yeah. Bad Batch and movie figures and stuff like that. I mean, other than BL seventeen, I can't see much else that they could even put on these cards. You know, the, right. the, the droids ones anyway, and and give us something meaningful. It doesn't seem like much else there. The A wing pilot could be cool, but yeah. again, that's not even in TVC proper yet. Um, no. We're gonna get a Kaibo Ren before we get yes. a Kylo Ren. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> please, please, please stop. Please stop. <laughs> Uh, real quick, it's John Tyler Christopher is the artist for the Marvel uh, Marvel Retro card backs. Um, I follow him on Instagram. He posts really cool stuff. So just wanted to shout mm-hmm. it out. Yes. Credit where credit is due. Uh, why don't we talk about Boba just real quick? Uh, I just wanted to say regarding Boba, um, Boba is, I mean, obviously he's the most exciting of these releases because he's Boba Fett. Duh. But aside from that, <laughs> it's very exciting. You know, everybody told Hasbro when VC 186 was revealed, I hope you repaint and repack the crap out of this figure. Use the tooling, re-release him, paint him different ways, you know, proto prototype fat, fat with, you know, the the Jag eyes. I might be mispronouncing yeah. that. You know, all the all the different ones. Turn him into a totally different Mandalorian, you know, re retool him, make it make a make a Death Watch Mandalorian, you know. I'm just I'm glad to see that they are using this tooling again because they mm. absolutely should be just like yeah, they've repainted VC140 a bunch of different times and repainted it. Um, they should totally be doing that with this mold because it's a money maker mold. So I think it's a very smart choice to uh, to repack and repaint that mold. Uh, keep doing that, Hasbro. It's a mile high ground, high mileage mold. So yes. yeah. <laughs> No, I there it is again. Absolutely like with Boba Fett. I know anybody who's complaining, like, yeah, they just repainted this Boba Fett. You're a liar because I know every single one of us said repaint this figure and keep releasing it. It is so (laughs) good. We all are on board there. Um, and I I encourage Hasbro to do 
any utilize anything and everything they can from this Boba Fett sculpt uh, when appropriate, um, either for Boba Fett repaints or for any kind of using pieces that work for uh, any other Mandalorians like come on yeah it's, it's perfect and I, so and i think if if we don't have an emotional connection to the media that he's from um he still just looks cool it, yeah just in these different colors Absolutely. and in your in your head canon you know in your collection you could totally put this guy he could be one of the uh mandalorians from the you know the covert yeah yeah with with Jaren, you know or, or you could repaint him it, it's another opportunity to create a custom figure you know yeah guys guys what if what if we see this armor color in Book of Boba Fett? Yeah. Oh my God! Yeah. Well, we already yeah. saw his the blaster from the holiday special. That's kind of what Mando uses. Can can we not? That's that's a little too far. I love uh, his. What new... if we did though, Tyler? What if we did? <laughs> his new black flight suit and tunic is super cool. I I love yeah. that. This is a little too wacky for me, but I could see it being a cameo. <laughs> You know, well, sort of I mean. like an Easter egg flashback in, in a flashback. Yeah. Yeah. In a flashback, this was his first armor, or not his first armor, but you know, even even if like it, even if it wasn't Boba Fett, if if in season three, you know, we see the armor come back with a bunch of new Mandalorians, a new covert, right? If if one of the Mandalorians, those random backgrounders, was wearing like this color scheme, just mm-hmm. as an a Easter Randalorian. egg, Randall, a rand, a Randall, that would be pretty <laughs> Jesus. cool, right? Oh, Wouldn't that be cool? <laughs> I think that would be cool as like a little cool. Easter egg, cool. you know. Well, but. to put a bow on that, repaints are part of the line. They're always they've always been part of the line. They're always going to be part of the line. Very much. There so. are ways that are not as exciting to do. You know, the indoor Han that we all crap on every chance we get, or peasant Anakin, which nobody asked for. Mm-hmm. But there are exciting. <laughs> we have to remind them. Nobody asked for yeah. that. <laughs> yeah, I'm asking you to burn that figure, Hasbro. <laughs> but the, these are examples of you know repaints that are exciting and are unique and are that bring something new to the line. As much as I moan and groan about them being too different or not different enough, you know, it's, it's that sweet spot. But they are they are different, and I, I do applaud that. Um, they are creative at the very least. So I, I, I enjoy seeing that. would like to see more of that. In the for life. sure. I agree. Yeah. Do we want to talk about carbonized or not? I mean, we've been going for over an hour. Ooh. I think we should cover it. I think we should. Four more carbonized figures are coming to Walmart. Um, October 7th, they're going up for sale. So these, this is an example of, you know, figures that don't fit the world building that aren't really wacky enough to be exciting and new. Um, they're not from animation. They're not from anything. They're just shiny for the sake of... They're not even... Uh, like, even credit collection makes more sense. Yeah. It's from the concept art. We've got concept art figures. We've got comic figures. This is just, you know, how do we sell a figure for a few more dollars? You know, how do we make a little bit more off? How do we capitalize on Mandomania? Which, good for them for doing that. You know, I, I get it from a business standpoint, but from a collector standpoint, it's like, eh. And I think we've said on one of the live streams or something that when they first did this in the Black Series, you know, it was part of Triple Force Friday, um, and it was a limited thing. Four new yeah, figures. And it was a, this is it. This is it. This is all you're going to get. I think, yeah, they, I think they said that. Like, we're not going to make more of them. Of course, they made more of them. They made more quantities of those figures. And they said, we'd only do these single product runs, so they're special. Yeah. And then, so, you know, it made, it was something, to, something fun to look for on the first day if you're a Black Series collector. Mm-hmm. Um, do we need them every year? Do we need four new ones in vintage every God, year? We so, sure don't. Please this, stop. Please carbonize stop. Is, carbonize is one thing that I will absolutely support everyone getting upset and moaning and groaning about because it yeah. is literally for no one. It is literally for no one other than the retailers to have something seemingly special and for Hasbro to 
throw something out for cheap. Here's the thing about complaining and moaning and groaning, though. Uh, that only goes so far. All right. Well, if yeah, you guys, yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't mean like harass anyone. Wanna, yeah. Right. If you guys don't want to see uh, carbonized in the vintage collection anymore, then stop buying it. But no, no one buys them in multiples, though. Sure. I mean, the, the weird thing is that the actual character choices for the carbonized are weird anyway. Yeah. Um, when they first did the troopers, a lot of people kind of went, yeah, the death troopers are a little bit more acceptable. It's still a bit green. But I think people yeah. did buy multiples of those. I don't think many people went out and bought multiples of the, the Stormtrooper because it just looks strange. It looks it's porcelain. Yeah, and then to start doing people uh, is it was just a really strange decision. And, and I think now carrying that on when you've got you know, Moff Gideon, I don't know, I just don't get it. I, I, I just don't understand it. I don't know where he fits. If they were going to do, you know, uh, Beskar, Din Djarin, or C-3PO, or even yeah. the armor, and you Phasma. apply the carbonized Phasma, yep, and you apply the carbonized only to the armored portions, that could work. Kind of makes sense. But if you're yeah. gonna if you're gonna sp- spray the whole figure that way, it's just dumb. I'm sorry. Well, I'll just say the last. So last year they did. I mean, the Mandalorian himself, Din, and then Cara Dune, and a Remnant Stormtrooper, and a Death Trooper. And for Cara, her skin was not carbonized. Like. No. No. which so they can selectively apply it and i think i've said before and like tyler was just saying i think they should do that for figures that are supposed to be shiny like the death star droid a lot of people were like well it should be a little bit shinier they could do that or if they want to do it on a fully best card din that would be a cool way to do it but don't do it on his the cloth parts of his outfit you know the, the non-armored parts um, and then i'll just say real quick this year we're getting three figures four figures from the mandalorian three that were released within the past year um, it's VC-177 Incinerator Trooper, VC-180 Moff Gideon, VC-179 The Armorer, and then the Shore Trooper the, for the first time on a Mandalorian card, previously a Rogue One-specific VC-133 Scar Stormtrooper, which was first in the Walmart Black Series line, which will probably not be numbered, much like the Death Trooper last year. Mm. It looks gold, though, doesn't it? I, I, I love yeah. that trooper. That trooper design is one of my favorite trooper designs. Same here. Uh, the figure's... Perhaps not amazing. It's pretty decent. It's not got as much articulation as it could have. But I mean, a gold one, I just kind of look at it and think, oh dear, I I love the trooper, but do I want to buy a gold one or whatever it looks? I don't know. Put him out on a Mandalorian card again and we card collectors would buy a new one. I would buy, Evan bought me a whole bunch of them when they were in the Black Series and I I bought a whole bunch more. I regret not keeping them all. Yeah. And they're, they're going to, I'm still setting them up. They're going to look great with the the Merrick X Wing and a little scarif display. But for me, Surely, yeah. though, a repaint. I'd rather see something like, I don't know, call it the Remnant Collection and bring out a Remnant version of that trooper, a Remnant uh, Biker Scout, yeah. a yeah. Remnant. We've got the Stormtroopers anyway. You, you're still repainting figures. You're still doing exactly the same thing that Hasbro want to do and give us money, but we'd all buy them because we could all army build the hell out of them. They're all appropriate. You put them in a Mandalorian card and you don't need to carbonize them. Yeah. I, I think if they absolutely wanted to stick with carbonized, I think one figure per year instead of a wave one figure like if last year they were like hey here's a carbonized uh mandalorian he's still not great but way easier to swallow if it's just like a one and done exclusive thing and it's not numbered whatever and then like this year if they were like hey we're gonna do a carbonized boba fett since he's relevant uh that's it and that's it i would i would probably buy that well just keeping them special i think is a smart move so it's not um you know, like we said with the Triple Force Friday ones, it was supposed to be a one and done thing. And now it's like just constantly. And then they always reveal them at the same time as the Black Series credit collection figures. And it's like, there's just so many 
all these wacky repaints and it's like what how, what value do they have and, it's and they like, don't go with anything yeah if you want to charge me 17 18 for a repaint and a thicker card as an exclusive that's fine but make it a repaint that's actually valuable and useful you and know wanted and and wanted mm-hmm. like i have no problem with repaints if they make sense and if you want to upcharge me for a a, a premium card or whatever fine but a shiny stuff that looks like it's out of twilight that doesn't do anything for me <laughs> and, 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 and I, i'm not gonna buy it i'm not gonna buy it and i'm not gonna encourage other people to buy it either so it's sorry. also worth noting like look at how the remnant stormtrooper and the the death trooper yeah in the vintage collection proper those figures sell great uh, and they've mm. done many runs of them yeah those two are still available on Walmart for the original cost. In fact, I think they've been discounted a couple times as the credit collection counterparts because we're that's that's telling when vintage collection collectors uh just let an exclusive lie, like just when it's something that's just so rejected. So that's, un- that's otherwise unheard of, yeah, especially a trooper. Yeah, I'm a sucker and I'm a completist, so I do buy them. Same. But, I have I have a set of the first wave. I'm tempted for the second. But, but the difference is, though, you're only buying one, aren't you? I mean, yeah, that's what I was going to say. Because I have a ton of I have a ton of remnant stormtroopers. I have a ton of regular stormtroopers and shadow stormtroopers and everything. But I'm only going to get I only get one of these because it's like, you know, they're yeah. off in the weird and the wacky display, which is one more one too many for Tyler. But yeah, I know. I, I wish I didn't for a lot of feel people. compelled. But. I, I'm sorry. <laughs> I just I view especially since they're not numbered. If they were numbered, I'd probably begrudgingly buy them but they're not even numbered so as far as i'm concerned you're just encouraging bad behavior but i know know. i know we're hypocrites i mean i'm just saying i'm just saying i'm frustrated with myself tyler (laughs) (laughs) and from a business standpoint it makes sense you know charge three or four more dollars or five more dollars in these case another 18.99 which is nuts charge a few more bucks for the same figure with shinier paint and a thicker card and it's like you know on the one hand, last year I did see them in stores, and if it brings new collectors into the vintage collection, they say, "Oh, these car- this carbonite's kind of weird," but I found them in stores and I'm able to get them. I'm all f- I'm all for that. Yeah, I'm. This is neat. What what else is there? Yeah, I'm infinitely more willing to pay for another build up pack. Yeah, for that yes. kind of money than uh, yes. a wacky absolutely, rebate. absolutely. Like if you want to if you want to charge me 18 19 20 dollars for a figure because you want to squeeze a few more dollars out of me then give me my money's worth make it a build-up pack but don't don't paint it sparkly nonsense i I just can't do it can't do it carbonized (laughs) reeks of oh god we don't have enough product out there what's something stupid and easy we can do um that it it, and it it very much the first wave very much felt like a, a desperation act of like Oh my God! Everybody wants more TVC, but we don't have the ability to do anything new. So yeah, let's and just they, throw those this figures out. had sold out big time as well, hadn't they? Yeah, the Mandalorian. Card and they came out. They, yeah, they came out during a figure. People couldn't get hold of them. Yeah. So. And then yeah, but even that the first, I mean, the Mandalorian himself sold very well. Um, and then Kara uh, ended up they selling pulled well because of her th- situation. And then, but the other troopers are still available, like you said, to this day. So it's like, I don't know how some of these characters like Moff Gideon or is going to do. Um, I guess we'll see. Yeah, if if anything, I understand just the Mandalorian, like one a year if you gotta. But yeah, just just an, as, as an example of you know a build up pack, you could put you know a Rogue One Stormtrooper, paint him up kind of dirty to to look like a Sand Trooper, 
give them a pauldron backpack yep. two different guns call it a build-up pack charge me a few more bucks for it mm-hmm. that's fine i'm all mm-hmm. about that if you want to squeeze a few more dollars out of me but i, I still want the the jetta patrol trooper which is basically yeah, just that definitely which they're doing in black series so they have you know the assets whatever they want to say but hopefully hopefully there's still room for you know so with these figures there are all ways to bring more tvc releases out so walmart including their clone wars figures and original 96 and carbonized figures that's 16 exclusive vintage collection figures this year i'm hopefully hopefully they will still release a build-up pack that we don't know about you know towards the end of the year or something yeah i i still see that as a win even if four of them are you know not what we want to see yeah yeah more tvc is a good thing uh it is very much kind of carbonize is very much a monkey monkey's paw thing it's like i'd love to see yeah, more yeah. tvc here's carbonized ah yeah. crap <laughs> <laughs> i mean somebody out there somewhere likes these figures um good for you i've never heard anyone say they do <laughs> me neither but <laughs> i'd be curious i'm not one of them but i'm i'm sure they're out there somewhere because somebody's buying these things and hasbro you know they they do they've got to know just how they got so roasted for those because and that's why i think they led the live stream that they revealed these on with them to get it out of the way because then they they revealed some stuff that had people very excited and then it was easier to swallow like oh we got i just forgot completely about those carbonized figures already and at the time of listening they're coming up for pre-order on october October 7th, right, John? Yeah. Yeah. And I'll forget about them when they go up for pre-order too. Don't worry. <laughs> I was gonna say I'm in no rush because I have no fear I'll be able to find no. find them if I if I end up needing them. So or wanting them. Needing them. Needing. I don't want them. It's it is a need. <laughs> it's a problem. Yes, impulse control problems. But <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, to sum up today, repaints, not always bad, sometimes interesting. Carbonized, always bad. Uh <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Always bad. The good, the bad, and the wacky. Yep. Oh, that's the name of the episode right there. Thanks. There you Kyle. go. <laughs> All right, friends. I hope you had as much fun with this chat as we obviously did recording it. What are your thoughts on repaints? Are you excited for the Clone Wars figures? How about the droids figures? Uh, what about the carbonized junk? Head on over to at SWTVC on Instagram to, one, make sure you're following us, duh, and two, join in the conversation in the comments on the post for this episode. Uh, Oh, and speaking of carbonized, Walmart strikes again. The second wave of carbonized figures that you just heard us talking about has been put up for order on Walmart.com, but not for the first time. Hasbro's valued retail partner once again bungled an exclusive launch, but this time in the opposite way. They accidentally put up the figures for order, not pre-order, this weekend for a while, and some folks already have theirs in hand. Am I one of the lucky few? I'll never tell. Also, if 80 minutes of my voice wasn't enough for you... uh, I'm the guest on this week's episode of the Vintage Collection Podcast by Victoria's Cantina. Victoria and I sat down and had a great chat about the latest wave of TVC figures that surprise dropped just a week and a half ago. And I gotta say, if you're one of the people that sees a spare Lando left behind on the pegs at your store, be smarter than the people before you and buy him because that is a damn fine action figure. Uh, Anyways, since you're listening to this podcast, you obviously know how to find a podcast, so go and subscribe to the Vintage Collection Podcast. And don't just do it for little old me. Victoria has an awesome catalog of episodes about our beloved heritage scale. 
Speaking of subscribe, if you haven't already, it would help us out a ton if you would take some time out of your day to subscribe, rate, and review our humble little show on Apple Podcasts. All right, I think I kept that short and sweet enough. So that'll do it for this episode of the SWTVC podcast. As always, keep 375 alive, finish the 96, balance the scales, Hasbro, back TVC, and may the force be with you. Mm-hmm.